0: good morning alex and friends welcome to alex's news on this sunny june 07 2023 the high in riverside will be 75.2 degrees and the low will be 58.5 so make sure to bring a light jacket if you're heading out later tonight in today's episode we're covering a variety of stories first up we'll dive into the devastating north america wildfires that have been spreading rapidly around the continent Then, we'll explore why you might notice more religious groups at Pride celebrations this year and how the dynamic is changing. Additionally, we'll be delving into the controversy surrounding GOP lawmakers revolting against McCarthy over his debt ceiling deal with Biden. Finally, we'll discuss how schools can level the playing field for students who aren't all destined to become star athletes. Stay tuned for these stories and more on Alex's News. The wildfires currently raging across Canada are leaving a trail of destruction in their wake. More than 3.3 million hectares of land have already been burned, and experts predict the worst fire season in Canadian history. The fires are intensified by global warming and uncharacteristically dry conditions for spring, making them more difficult to contain. This has led to air pollution across the region that has put an estimated 100 million people under air quality warnings. Officials warn that the fires are likely to continue throughout the summer, sparking additional evacuations and hospitalizations. This is a pressing issue, and millions of people are receiving air quality warnings. It's likely that this will be a developing situation for months to come. As we near the end of Pride Month, there's been an increase in the number of religious groups showing up at Pride events across the country. These groups are pushing back against anti-LGBTQ legislation that has been passed in some states and expressing their support for the LGBTQ community. The national initiative called Faith for Pride is leading this movement, calling on different religious groups such as Christians, Muslims, Jews, Hindus, and others to attend Pride events and show their support. This initiative is especially crucial in Southern California, where even in progressive areas, there are still loud anti-LGBTQ voices that affect the community emotionally. Over 100 groups have signed on as co-sponsors of the Faith for Pride movement, advocating more for LGBTQ rights. They hope their endorsement will counter anti-LGBTQ laws, such as the ones in Florida, that ban gender-confirming care for trans children. Many of these faith-based groups have struggled with LGBTQ acceptance in the past. However, they've come to realize the importance of showing support for marginalized communities. Some have even ordained LGBTQ clergy or have become affirming congregations. The Faith for Pride movement marks a significant step forward in LGBTQ rights, as it shows that support for the LGBTQ community is not only a secular position, but also a religious one. As we continue to reflect on the importance of Pride Month, it's heartening to see that more and more people are standing up for equality and acceptance, regardless of their religious affiliation. Moving on to political news, some GOP lawmakers are in open rebellion against their party's leaders over a debt ceiling deal with President Biden. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy reached an agreement with the Democrats to avoid default on the national debt, but conservative House Republicans in the Freedom Caucus are opposing it. They argue the deal was too generous to Democrats and didn't push them further on issues such as Afghanistan. However, despite their opposition, the deal was approved in both the House and the Senate. In a related story, the House Oversight Committee is planning to vote on whether to hold FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress for not handing over records related to their investigation into President Biden and his family. The committee has been investigating the allegations of wrongdoing against the President and his family— but has been stonewalled by the FBI's refusal to turn over documents. Ray has been criticized by lawmakers for obstructing the committee's work and failing to provide answers. This manufactured crisis and brinkmanship over the debt ceiling raise concerns about the health of the American political system. Some experts warn that the polarization of the two parties— and the failure to work together on important issues is damaging the country's democratic institutions. With important issues such as infrastructure and voting rights yet to be addressed, many are hoping that Congress will put aside their differences and work toward a productive and united future. As American kids often quit playing sports by age 11, sports programs are being reimagined to prioritize sports inclusion, benefiting kids' physical and social health. Schools like Tuscarora High in Frederick County, Maryland, have transformed their athletics program to cater to children of all skill levels by offering 17 different sports, including golf, swimming, and lacrosse, with three unified teams for students with disabilities. Rather than focusing only on recruiting star athletes, schools can offer non-competitive sports to make all kids feel included and encourage physical activity, which has benefits in school, self-esteem, and dealing with challenges. Offering club and intramural sports during the day using free spaces maximizes participation for all children. It is crucial to prioritize physical activity and create an inclusive environment in schools, allowing more kids to discover a lifelong love of sports and benefit from their many positive effects. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made with ChatGPT, 11 labs, and a program written by you. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.